America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey everybody, welcome to Believe It or Not, the, sh- the show where we believe it or not. I, I jumped in too soon there. I jumped in. Oh, okay. I'm I, sorry. No, I'm. everybody, we're both sorry. I'm sorry, and Trevor's sorry. Yeah. We're both sorry to you. Yeah. We're sorry to each other. Yeah. We're sorry to everyone listening. Sorry, everybody. I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damien. And uh, Depping. Depping. Jumped in again. Yeah. I was leaving a dramatic <laughs> pause there. Right. I wanted to see what happened. Right. Okay. Um, we're not on it. I just got home from work. Maybe that's why. Maybe I'm not in the groove yet. Is that why? Maybe. Oh, you should be like on I talk time. over my customers. Do you do that a lot? No. No, you don't. No, I talk over my coworkers. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Okay. Why don't you talk over your customers though? Uh, you know, because they wanna they wanna say what they wanna say. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just stand there silently and then? Yeah. There's, there's always a brief pause after they're done talking. They're <laughs> yeah. like, Is he gonna say anything? <laughs> I would. You know, like I'll be like, you're overcompensating. They'll be like, I have a burger, and then I go to ask if they want fries or if they want to get sweet potato fries or something instead, and then. Uh, but they're already moved on to the next item, and I'm like, uh, actually, uh, well, can we go back? Uh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm actually a very good server. I don't do that. If so. people just rush through shit, yeah. like there's no choices. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like you know, you got to make these decisions. Yeah. People. We used to play this game when I was in college, where if a bunch of us went out for uh, food, especially fast food, you had to try to get through your order without having any questions asked for you. So you you had to think of every possible question oh, that okay. they would ask you based on what you had, and then whoever. And then we would just all be standing there listening to the other person order. And as soon as there's a question, we'd be like, ah, and I thought (laughs) I had it so good one time. Like I said, the sauce right away. I said the drink right away. And then what'd you miss? I forgot to say whether it was for here to go. Oh, you son of a gun. Yeah. (laughs) It's like when you go to a breakfast place and you order the breakfast, then you have to be like, oh, okay, I want uh, eggs like this. I want bacon. I want home fries or whatever. And this is how I want my toast. And if you forget one of those things, that, you're like, Did yeah. you write jam or something? Like, Shut, Shut up! up! I didn't think of jam! <laughs> I don't want jam! I fucking hate jam! Yeah, but that's not what we're here to I talk about today. Do you hate jam? No, I like jam. Jam's all right. Jam's pretty good. Jam's okay, my book. Yeah. I'll get it at a restaurant. If I go out for breakfast and if I decide on scrambled eggs, then mm-hmm. I'll usually do jam because I don't, I don't jam dip for your it eggs? then. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. I dip my toast in my yolk. Yeah, otherwise. I don't usually get uh, sunny side because I do do the dip, but yeah. then I don't. I don't want to eat the egg whites because mm. they got a funky texture. No, oh, I love it. I'm not me. Yeah, just slap that stuff in my so mouth. So I get them scrambled now so I eat everything and oh. don't feel like a child. Yeah. Scrambled eggs are pretty good. They're fine. Yeah. Um, Strawberry jam, though, that can take a hike. Mm, I don't mind it. Not a fan. It's mm. okay, but I'd rather not have it. It's too common. It's everywhere. I don't know. Just yeah. not, not the right flavor profile for yeah. me. It's the only jam my restaurant offers. I know a it's lot like, of places do yeah. that. Can I get some jam? We have strawberry. Mm-hmm. That's it. I bet uh, everyone who came here to hear us talk about some sort of uh, religious thing is very excited about yeah. the whole jam debate. The whole jam debate. Right? Us, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Um, uh, well, actually, moving on uh, to the topic of the day. Yeah. Um, our, it's not really a topic, but it was what I was going to use to segue into it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm a good old righty. Um, and you've always been that way? 
as far as I can tell. Okay. I was talking to my dad about it uh, when I was home. Um, about when he was a kid, if you were right-handed or left-handed, they yeah. would force you to write with your right hand. Yeah, and they would get in trouble. Like they would hit you with the stick or whatever. I have heard this. Yeah, isn't that insane? That's something you're born with. Um, they they'd fuck you up until you learned. Yeah, how to be right. So we're gonna talk about conversion therapy today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was a hard turn. That was a hard turn. Uh, do you know what conversion therapy is or yeah, reparative yeah. therapy? Yeah, that's uh, when they're trying to convert you from being gay, right? Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes called, yeah, sometimes called reparative therapy, sometimes called ex-gay therapy, wow. sometimes called sexual orientation change efforts. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff about this as yeah. of late. Uh, wasn't there one guy who was a, a big proponent of conversion therapy and he recently came out? Oh really? Yeah, I, I, can I remember. See that I happening. remember seeing something about yeah. it. Like he was, he was like a very vocal person about. Yeah. I think he founded one of the conversion therapy. That's very places, possible. Yeah, and he's since uh, yeah come out as gay and been like, I, I that was wrong. Yeah, I I realized uh, a little too late, so I might try to tack an interview at the beginning of this episode or at the end. Yep. But um, there's a lot of pushes in Alberta right now to to ban it. Um, it's still legal there. A friend of a friend is. One of the people who started the petition uh, in Alberta to get it mm-hmm. um, to get it banned, and so I might try to talk to somebody in in kind of around that uh, that area and just yeah. see how the efforts are going there. So that might be on this one, might not. Um, my question for that are these are these therapies places where people are sending their their children? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the biggest issue, right? I mean, if you're voluntarily going to this for yeah. whatever reason, it's garbage as that is yeah i i I don't know a lot wherever it's illegal it's usually illegal to for minors yeah yeah which is what it should be yeah you you shouldn't be sending anyone it's insane and a lot of times the law only goes as far as licensed therapists oh so if you're just like a casual like i'm this is our church's counselor they're they're a nice person we could have you talk to yeah they're not there's not really any laws protecting people from that's that's okay people quick tangent yeah uh uh, pastors and priests or whatever as like counselors and therapists that seems like a very strange thing yeah um i was watching something with cody the other day and there was a couple and they went to their priest for like marriage counseling yeah it's like shouldn't you go to like a licensed marriage counselor? Oh yeah, exactly. And um, I had a friend who um, they went to marriage counseling before they got married at with their pastor. Mm-hmm. And one of the things the pastor said was, "Okay, in this premarital premarital counseling, two things we're not going to talk about is money and sex." Right. And it's like, what? Those are the two biggest things that break people up. Yeah. Is money issues with money and sex, and yes. those are the two topics you're gonna you're just gonna skip. gloss over. Yeah. Yeah, That's that so okay. dumb. Don't go to your pastor for counseling. I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure there's situations where it's okay to do. Yeah. I'm sure if it's something that, that works for you, yes. But you should always be using it in tandem with a, a certified professional. Yeah, exactly. I would say, I would say yeah. that's the same thing for any kind of healing kind of process. Yeah. If you want to look into that, that garbage stuff, sure. But just make sure you're doing the right stuff, too. The American Psychiatric Association opposes this treatment. They, you know, basically say you can't stop somebody from being gay because Mm -hmm. it's who they are like sexual attraction is part of who you are i mean there's you know debate about 
how that becomes part of who you are, whether it's genetics, blah, blah, blah. But that doesn't I, I matter, I don't think right? that's relevant. Yeah, exactly. It, like, yeah. I mean, how you become a certain way doesn't ultimately matter to who you are. I mean, that's one of the arguments that pro people will use. It's like, well, we don't even know. Like, it's it's not genetic. There's there's no way it could be genetic or it's no way it could be this. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. I would think that even if for whatever reason it is uh, environmental or it's something that happens over time, there's still a predisposition in your genetics yeah. to to have that yeah exactly right i mean yeah. so even if for whatever reason you don't think that people are born that way yeah there's still there's still a, <laughs> it's still a possibility in your in your kind of dna yeah to be exactly. this way right um wikipedia page uh, the wikipedia page puts it in like three categories for kind of the periods of conversion therapy mm-hmm. um there's kind of the freud idea where freud kind of was for conversion therapy because at the time homosexuality was still considered a mental disorder. Yes. Um, so he he didn't say that everybody could be cured, but he said, you know, he was kind of a proponent of kind of therapy treatment to mm-hmm. try to get that out of you and change your sexual attraction and at least attempt to do it yeah. as a, like a cure or whatever. Um, qu- sorry, oh, qu- sorry, quick tangent. Uh, I think I just, wasn't there just a thing recently where it was one of those like world health organizations just... Uh, this might be old news, but I saw something about them finally taking uh, transgender off of being a mental disorder. Oh, really? It was Cause yeah. Because I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know a lot of people. They would consider that kind of thing to be a yeah a, a mental issue yeah. rather than just you know someone dealing with their life. Yeah, and I just there was uh, I don't know if it was in all the states I, or just one state where recently they um they passed a law saying that doctors mm-hmm. could refuse to treat transgender people based on um, religious, their religious views. If they had a religious view saying that, I guess saying that transgender people didn't deliver, deserve medical attention. I don't know. I always find it funny when you get into a profession like, like being a doctor yeah. and then you, for some reason feel that, you know, you should be refusing people based on yeah. your shitty belief system. Yeah, exactly. And read the good Samaritan once in a while. Again, uh, any of these things that we bring up that, uh, especially anything that I'm bringing up today, <laughs> which is all just me remembering shit I saw on the internet. Yeah. Please uh, fact check me. Oh, Let me know if I'm right or wrong. Yeah. Cause I, I'd like validation and I'd also like to be shamed if I'm right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. So yeah, Freud. And then there's when it was like the mainstream kind of belief that, conversion therapy was helpful mm-hmm. and there was post stonewall like yeah. after the stonewall riots and after they changed the definition in the american within american psychiatric association yep and then eventually they just took it all out completely like there's no mention of homosexuality as because it's like it's not a disorder so why would there be a mention of it right so yeah okay yeah, yeah. which kind of makes sense yeah um there's a really good podcast i only listen to See, the, oh, I'm, I'm interested about that. When when did they take that stuff out? When uh, was that? Seventies in the seventies. Yeah, I wonder. Is it taking it all out because they're saying that there shouldn't be like it doesn't matter because it's not an illness, or is yeah. it taking it out because they don't even want to talk about it anymore? They said it was because like it it, it, it was embarrassing even to still have it in there because oh, okay okay because to do so as would, like yeah. as like a disorder as a disorder. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I was yeah. just like thought you meant like any reference to it oh no because i'm sure there's still like references to like how to help people who you have know been, that's what i like, mean uh abused probably by conversion therapy mm-hmm. but um yeah there's a really good podcast called unerased um mm-hmm. i've only listened to i think the first or s- maybe the first and second episode because it's produced by some people at radio lab oh, okay, um yeah, so yeah. they put it as one of their episodes and i didn't 
really think about it at the time that they were promoting one of their new podcasts. I thought it was just an episode, but I oh, definitely yeah. want to listen to more of I've, them. I, I was trying to listen to, uh, when I first started trying to listen to 99% Invisible, the first like four episodes I listened to, he did episodes of other people's podcasts. Oh, yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. And I kept trying to like, I don't know what this podcast yeah. is. <laughs> Do I like? I don't know. Yeah. But it's like kind of the full like history of um, conversion therapy and wow. also like just like um, the LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, issues within psychiatric the psychiatric profession or whatever. We should uh, we should put a link to that. Yeah. Um, people should take a listen to that. Yeah. And I was yeah, I was listening to it and it was really cool how they finally decided to change it mm-hmm. because um, you weren't allowed to be a psychiatrist at the time if you were homosexual. So we either had to lie about it. Oh, because they considered because it, it was to consi- be a mental because illness. Because it was considered to be a mental illness, you weren't right. allowed to, to be a psychiatrist if you had a mental illness. Yes. And you got to wonder how many psychiatrists still actually have mental illness. Yeah. So. I'm sure there's, doesn't have sure there's a lot. Yeah. And uh, so one guy actually like, dressed up in a disguise because they asked him to speak at an event. They asked if any if there was any homosexual psychiatrist that would be willing to speak at this event. Mm-hmm. And he only agreed to do it if he could wear a disguise. So he just wore a very obvious, like, fake, like, nose and, like, wig oh, and yeah. stuff like that so that nobody w- would recognize him because, like, that's how big it was. But that was, like, one of the movements. Like, there was just a bunch of stuff within um mm-hmm. And then there was also like with Stonewall and with like protesters at the time, they targeted the psychiatric association to relook at at their um, methods and and their definitions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was finally through inward and outward protests that they that they realized that they needed to change their perspective on this. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't believe it. Some people still do it. I totally believe yeah. it, uh, especially in today's climate. Yeah. Uh, that seems to be a very, very... Op- well, I'm sure it was always there. It's just now a lot... It's very uh, front and center. Yeah. And it's there. And I'm hoping that it's becoming less and less. I I hope so, too. Yeah. I like to think that it is. Uh, it, it, I like to think that um, younger generations are getting more progressive. I think, yeah. I think on the whole they are, but I, I still think that there is a large demographic of young people who are still very entrenched in those yeah. older belief systems. Yeah, exactly. And those very, um, I don't want to say unprogressive. But yeah. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you don't know necessarily people's stories. You don't know where they're coming from. But at the same time, it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Have a little compassion yeah exactly (laughs) for for other people and also stop caring so much about other people's proclivities yeah what does it matter yeah exactly what i think it's so often too it's like i mean it's i think we talked about it on like the purity culture episode where like the shame that goes like comes with your daughter being pregnant or whatever the shame that comes in these small town circles or these small church circles Mm -hmm. there's like that shame thing and i think it's the same thing if like your son comes out to you, your daughter comes out to you, and there's that shame cycle, which yep. they need to get rid of, but then that makes them be like, oh, we'll send them to this camp, they'll go to this camp, and then they'll come back and they'll be straight and it'll be fine, which is ridiculous and disgusting. And send them to a camp of other vulnerable teenagers hmm. and 
leaders, like a bunch of leaders who some of them are also struggling with their attractions. And, oh, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I mean, this thing isn't restricted to small towns. No, it's not. Um, yeah. I think it's probably just more obvious. Than yeah, that. that's it's true. E- it's, easier yeah. To, it's easier to hide it and kind of blend in in a larger yeah. town or yeah, city. Yeah, true. Um, there's some organizations. Um, the first one, the first big one was a thing called Love in Action. Love in Action? Yeah. Which is also the name of, I'm pretty sure it's the name of my church's missions organization is when that, I grew up. But it's a different thing. Is that just like, just try heterosexual Yeah, sex. just give You'll it a love shot. It. And their, their, main, their main ex-gay branch uh, was called Exodus International. Okay. So that's this started in 73, but they actually disbanded in 2013 when the president at the time uh, kind of talked to the board and said, we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they, they issued a public apology, apology saying, we're wrong and this has never been right. Oh, wow. Yeah. The president of it did that. Yeah. I, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what, kind of made them change their mind yeah like what because that's a that is a huge 180 for someone to be the president of a company that's for this to all of a sudden be like no this is this has been horribly wrong yeah i guess his name was alan chambers and he well his name is alan chambers but he said he went through like kind of a soul searching kind Mm -hmm. of thing um maybe he just encountered enough protesters and enough arguments from people and kind of realized over time that that this wasn't right and eventually shut the whole thing down, which is amazing that he did that instead of just stepping down, that he was able to like make a huge change like that. But yeah. Wow. Uh, There's other organizations. Catholics have something called uh, courage international. Mormons have a thing called North star. Uh, Jews have, uh, there's a Jewish organization called Jonah but I don't know what it stands. It looks like it's an acronym, but I don't actually know the acronym. And then um, there's a kind of Catholic and Protestant organization called Joel 2 verse 25, which I didn't actually, maybe I do need my Bible for this episode. One sec. <laughs> okay, we'll take a quick break. Uh, oh, okay. I found uh, I found the one guy. Um, his name was uh, David Matheson, a prominent conversion therapy advocate, has come out as gay after spending what he said were decades of his life entrenched in homophobia. Oh, wow. I, th- I think this is the guy. Yeah. I saw an interview with him. Um, it was interesting. To, it was one of, those, one of those interviews, too, where they were like, this is, this is good that you're coming out, but y- you have to realize that you were a really shitty person for yeah. a long time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, were, they were still trying to hold some accountability, like just because you've kind of moved on from it doesn't mean that you're totally forgiven of yeah the things yeah, you exactly said and, and i done. think Which, it's dangerous too because i think a lot of times people will will just make jokes about how like really homophobic people are probably closeted gay people or whatever yeah and that's kind of dangerous too because you don't want to like that's almost like vilifying gay people for gay hate too <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is also problematic i the it's it's funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny. It's not funny, yeah. but because um, it's playing into their, it's something that's playing into those people's biggest fears, which is, I guess, being homosexual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and I know in a lot of those communities, there's a lot of 
danger in being homosexual too. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, so you're yeah. So if you're the biggest, if you're the most outspoken person, then you're assuming like, oh, this is gonna make me uh, safer because if they're like, yeah, know. it's it's a it's a not very good place to be. No, I mean. I don't know any of the statistics, but it's it's probably not good. good. Yeah. Uh, Joel 2 verse 25. Yes. Joel 2 verse 25 says, I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, the great locusts and the young locusts, the other locusts and the locust swarms, my great army that I sent among you. I am so glad I looked that up. That's what they named their ex-gay therapy. Just a verse about locusts. Are they were they saying that homosexuality was the locust? Oh, word? I guess so. I will pay you for the years the locusts have eaten. And oh, they're so saying that by trying to convert it, that God will repay them for yeah for the years they've lost. Yeah, or the time they've lost. It, that's what I'm inferring yeah, from. Yeah, you're right. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. Is there any indication that that's what that's talking about, or is this just some, you know, shot in the dark that that's what it means? That's our shot in the dark, I think. Yeah. Okay. But um, there's another organization called One by One that's run by Presbyterians. Mm. Um, and then a number of them f- actually follow the 12-step program, but it's Homosexuals Anonymous. So they kind of go through that same 12-step pro- program to like cut their addiction of being who they are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. 12 step in it, huh? Yeah, 12 step in uh, yeah. Yeah, we we talked about that before. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the law in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, uh Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, Nevada, Oregon, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, and DC, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico have laws protecting minors from, hmm. from especially licensed therapists doing oh, any good. sort of work on them. Um, the uh, There's a proposed national ban called Leela's Law, Leela's Law which is... Um, named after a transgender teen who committed suicide yeah. in 2014 um, after being forced into conversion therapy. Um, the Supreme Court has rejected any case, though, that would make it so. There's been three cases brought towards the Supreme Court that would, if they ruled in their favor, would make it a would national. Make it a nas- like nationally illegal. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, okay. All yeah. right, guys. That's Okay, get your shit together. Yeah. I mean... I, to be fair, they are bringing back abortion bans. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, the, it yeah. seems like they're trying to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is yeah, going what on? what the fuck is happening? Are you, are you serious about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that it's gone to the Supreme Court as many times as yeah. it hasn't been. Uh, well, they say it's down. a state's issue or whatever, or, or, and they don't want to like impede on uh, the laws of, or, like, the ruling within mental health communities, like they think they should leave that to mental health professionals. But if the APA says like without any question that this yeah. kind of treatment is wrong, then I, th- I think it's, 
it's it's a child abuse yeah. issue. This exactly. is something that it's not a, yeah. that you would think the Supreme Court should be dealing yeah, with. It's exactly. Like, yes, we should yeah. not be abusing kids, abusing children. Yeah. Then again, I mean, the the churches have been abusing children for millennia. So That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, and we've been protecting. I them. guess they don't really care that much. Yeah. We we should watch. Um, Sidebar: We should watch that documentary that just came out about the the Polish church. Oh yeah, and about the the abuses with that. Yeah, I, I think I saw recently that there uh, there have been some convictions because oh, of that. Cool, because yeah. there were several uh, taped confessions. Yeah, in the in it. Okay. Yeah. Of um, clergymen yeah. abusing people. Let's do it. Uh, so that we'll make that an app. There should be a watch along. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, the. Great. Uh, European Union outlawed it in 2018 for minors, uh, so it's illegal in Europe. And er, not all, the UK, though. Not the UK. <laughs> well, it might be. I don't. It depends <laughs> if they Brexit or not. That's true. Um, Ontario, uh, 2015, we made it illegal. 2015. Yeah, it's the Affirming Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity Act. Yep. Of 2015, Bill 77. Um, Vancouver, the city of Vancouver prohibits it. Just not, the city of Vancouver, yeah, but not the province. I think there was okay. push for the province. Province was taking too long, so the city was just like, "Well, like, at least well, not let's here. just do it." Yeah, yeah. Um, Alberta, it's been a fight. Um, I think someone at work said today that they're pretty sure that it's close to being passed in Alberta, but I don't know. And I know there's yeah. a big problem in Calgary right now. There's there's a a like a organization, the ex gay organization that's becoming like bigger in Calgary and getting more and more right. kids. To hate themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. And Lethbridge, there's a big move. And that's where I have a friend. I have a friend in Lethbridge who's kind of involved in Pride and mm-hmm. LGBT organizations there. And let's talk about dangers and some of the effects of that. Um, okay. So it's not a mental or- disorder. It's yep. just who you are. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, these don't work. <laughs> like, yeah. But not only do they not work, but it causes severe anxiety mm-hmm. to go through a lot of these programs because you start to resent who you are. You start to resent feelings that you have. A lot of times, these therapies will say it's it's because there's something in your childhood that your mother did or your parents did mm-hmm. that caused this. Oh, it's 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 self doubt it's yeah. it's self-loathing it's 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 denial of who you are yeah. it's denial of who you think you are yeah it's it's so much and then it's the opposite of what therapy should be like those things you just mentioned are what you go to therapy yeah. to fix it's it's also a complete rejection by your family yeah as well which, exactly which people will say like oh they're trying to help me it was like no they're they're saying that who you are is wrong yeah and that you need to change that exactly and that's different if you're yeah. like if you're like an alcoholic or something, yeah, should, that's then you, and you have an inter- intervention. Yeah, that's that's, different. So, that's something yeah. where it's, yeah. I mean, I guess they're they're feeling that is that it's a similar kind of thing, but it's we well, you know it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I guess I guess again, it's it's coming back to like we're trying we're trying to see where these people are coming from. Mm-hmm. We don't agree with it. Yeah. But I think we we have to we have to kind of understand what the thought process is here. Yeah, and I mean the thought process I think is the Bible says it's wrong, therefore yeah. it's wrong, mm-hmm. 
therefore it can't be it has to be um a sin and it has to be part of this fallen world so there has to be some way to yeah get rid of it so how could that be harmful if you're making an effort to get rid of it i think i think even if for whatever reason you think it's wrong yeah you should let them decide exactly. when they are old and like yeah. of age to make a decision about yeah, that yeah exactly yeah if they when they're 18 or whatever and they're like listen this is something that i wish to pursue yeah for whatever reason that that is totally up to them but yeah. to to force them into it as a child is 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 uh, sick yeah, yeah it's disgusting right. even even after people come out of the mm-hmm. ex-gay therapy or whatever um even if they eventually accept who they are there can be a lot of like sexual oh, problems things. and oh, lingering God, things i can't even imagine yeah I mean, I mean, you get that in a lot of church type situations too, where regardless it's so, of what yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, there's so like such hatred and stuff towards any kind of sexual thing until you're married. Well, there's so, so much. you become t- to self hate even in, when you are in a place where the church deems okay. You're still there's still sexual problems and there's still well, that's true. And for the, like even if even if you get out of it, you still have all those yeah. those deep seated kind of. Uh, not what, what like am I looking for? Or, yeah, yeah hangups. I guess would yeah. be whatever it is. Or you, you're still affected by those things. There's still, yeah. even if you don't believe in those things anymore, there's still something that you're kind of guided by. Because, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what you grew up with. Yeah, right? it's yeah. Wasn't as much there? as you don't want to want it to kind of run your life in a way, it still kind of does. Yeah. Wasn't there a reality show of ex-gay people and their wives? Was there? I think so. I, I don't think I ever saw that. It was ridiculous. I, I I think I've only seen clips from it. I'm I think like, the no. last the last one like that I saw was just uh, Sister Wives. Oh yeah, and that show was messed up. Yeah, it was a weird show. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, any other thoughts on conversion therapy? <sighs> it's bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really sad. Yeah. I just wish people would just. Stop caring. Let, yeah. Let people like, live their lives. Let time. people live their lives. Let, exactly. Let live their lives. Hey guys, for today's uh, segment, we have a very special interview for you. That's right. We talked to Pirate Jen Takahashi from Alberta, from Lethbridge, Alberta. She's involved with Pride there and she's involved with the NDP, the New Democratic Party in Alberta. And, uh, so we chatted with her for a bit and just to get her take on conversion therapy so it's not just uh, us two goobers. Yeah, she's actually someone who's uh, working to get legislation to stop this this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. she knows a bit more about it than we do. So you're, uh, you're Pirate Jen uh, Takahashi. Is that how you pronounce yeah, your last yeah. name? Yep, Thanks. yep, yep. Yeah, it's... Uh... Also, derby name. So I was also Pirate Jen Takis. Okay. And that's yeah. where you met Jesse then? Or is that? Yes. Okay. Yep. Where I met okay. Jesse and uh, and also my favorite new Democrat in Alberta. So. Okay. Nice. Is that where yeah. uh, Pirate came from as well? The derby name or? Kind of. Pirate's a nickname from 20 years ago that I had with a uh, an old roommate of mine. It was Pirate Jen and Superstar Chloe. And then okay, when nice. I just derby i needed i needed a facebook account that i could separate from family and stuff who do not need to be seeing pictures of derby um so pirate jen was resurrected and then shannon phillips uh got me involved in derby actually and yeah. then i became more involved in the union and the party and nobody could figure out that my name is marie so i just made everybody start calling me pirate 
Okay, nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I blame the NDP, frankly. It's their fault. so we've already like we've already recorded our episode our main like kind of part of the episode about conversion therapy based on uh like i said my my google search and um it's i mean it's conversion therapy is is horrifying right like it's um i don't know like i don't even know where to where to start talking about like just how kind of horrifying Refine this whole thing and is pervasive and yeah, uh, how how prevalent is it in uh, in Alberta? It's all over, yeah. right? It just is. It's it's all over in varying degrees, right? Some of it is the extremely kind and gentle, you know, mm. you're gonna go to hell if you're gay kind of stuff. Um, the really extreme stuff with the rape and torture uh, tends to be kind of outsourced. Uh, there's a clinic down in Mexico that started as a rehab uh, facility that was kind of now is run through, I think it's the uh, the Mennonites and it's a big conversion therapy camp. And I was, I met a woman the other day who she's actually heteronormative, but they're a poly marriage and her church uh-huh. tried to force the conversion therapy. And she knew of other people who had been shipped um, down to Georgia in the U S and a few other places for the more extreme versions. So it's everywhere. And because we have these really interesting laws in Alberta, we don't bill 30 that was introduced by the new Democrats in uh, about oh, not quite a year ago would require licensing in an overseeing um, body for people who are called, you know, the counselors, because right now, literally anybody can call themselves a counselor. You mm-hmm. know, you slap a down, you can per- provide conversion therapy. And we had been hearing rumors about one um, counseling org that is provincially and municipally funded. And it's a Christ-based practice uh, that they had been providing conversion therapy. And their executive director contacted me about something completely unrelated. And I was like, y'all need Google. All right. Do not tell me. Right. Google me. And uh, they did not. So we had a conversation and he admitted that um, when he took over, he phased the practice out and made some changes and everything. But when he took over, they were providing not just conversion therapy, but exorcisms. Um, They're heavily funded by the evangelical church. Well, exorcisms are uh, the first step in conversion therapy for a lot of churches. Right. Because you can exercise the gay away they don't need the conversion therapy so they start with exorcisms and um, this was a program that was also provincially funded as well yeah yeah it was there were provincial grants that were provided to municipalities that were then dispersed so they were one of the orgs in town um, that was receiving the the funding uh, a good amount of funding and then they were also extremely and still are extremely heavily funded by the evangelical churches in town wow um yeah i'm just like and, sitting here with like a shocked look on my yeah. face yeah. yeah so when you've got a premier saying it doesn't happen here it's not a big deal and yeah. then on the other hand i'm like here's this guy's number give him a call because he will tell you about it happening in his clinic right yeah. Um, yeah and so it is but it's such a wide variety of techniques and ways and it becomes even harder to to control when there are counselors and 
faith counselors in churches that are trained by the church and the pastors, especially in the evangelical churches and uh, things like victory churches where they're, mm-hmm. they're trained and taught. And so they provide the conversion therapy, but there's no overseeing, even if bill 30 is implemented and not, you know, goes away during the summer of the repeal, there's no way to control what's going on in these churches. And so that's where that federal legislation um, comes into play. And, it's going to be interesting to see if that goes through, if there's enough time and how that's interpreted. Because if I'm tithing, when you're, especially at the the Victory Church here in town, you mm-hmm. you're, you don't pay for your conversion therapy, but you're heavily encouraged to tithe more. So yeah. there is financial gain through this. And so whether or not that, and honestly, the, the, the easy solution is to uh, deny them nonprofit status at that point. Yeah. And, and victory too. I, uh, cause when I lived in Lethbridge, like, uh, they had a TV station and everything too, right? Do they still have that? We have Miracle Channel now yeah. and they don't tied to victory or not. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure that victory actually owns the Miracle Channel. Oh, okay. And so Thanks. they have like a wider reach there too. And that's scary as hell. Yeah. I was, I went and did a, uh, did a video interview with them last week. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because so much of this is we can legislate, we can criminalize, we can deny business licenses or whatever it looks like in this patchwork across Canada and the U.S. Because there's that group mm-hmm. down there, Born Perfect with Matthew Shurka. And I think they're up to 19 states have bans now. He is working his butt off down there. Yeah. But it's only a part of the part of the, you know, puzzle here and so when you look at the working group that was just defunded and destroyed i guess by um tyler chandra the health minister Mm -hmm. that working group was heavily faith-based right it was a lot of leaders in the faith communities and on and on what they're looking at then is we've got to uh we've got to meet these religious groups where they are on their path and walk them up to the you know on the path to love and acceptance and Mm -hmm. that has to be that other part of this is figuring out how to because unfortunately it is exclusively religious groups that do this you know the yeah, the atheists yeah. aren't out there torturing the gays right yeah, so exactly. it's, yeah we yeah. just need to do this now oh and in the in the episode too that uh we were talking about like even there's horrifying things that happen but even the ones that seem tame you know like people are like oh yeah well you know you could talk about the horrifying things but then this was just done in a loving way or whatever like people th- yeah. think that but those ones still cause so much damage over time and yeah. like so much of who you are is is like makes you feel like guilty and even if you yep. know you move on and you're in a different place in your life where you don't uh believe in the church or believe in like what they taught you about who you you are there's still that like seed in you that like affects who you are sexually and who you are like as a person and it just oh it's just awful <laughs> like it just makes me um, so mad yeah when we're seeing ramifications of that um one of the things that we've had to talk a lot about in our direct community is victims can victimize and when you deal with that kind of trauma and that kind of self-hatred no matter how great you come out to be in the end that that trauma lingers and it can mm-hmm. on occasion cause people to do really horrible things to other people as well mm-hmm. you know and so there's those concerns and nobody should ever feel bad for who they are right yeah, exactly. like you shouldn't yeah this shouldn't shouldn't be traumatizing to exist or the destruction um to families and communities and we see obviously a lot of that down here is people having to flee their churches their families 
um, and the absolute devastation to to all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's one of the perks of Lethbridge though, right? Is if you have to flee your family and your church and your community and start over, you know, the pride community's got you. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll help you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it is, it's, yeah. Uh, you said that a lot of the counselors and people performing these are, are uh, accredited, uh, quote unquote, through, through the churches themselves. Do you find that even with the legislation, it's going to make it hard to, uh, identify and crack down on a lot of these or uh, it, it seems yeah. like it's something that can that can be fairly um internalized and not really made yep. aware to people regardless it, of what the, the political landscape what is. It is that's where i mean if we can you know we add it to the criminal code and if this mm. uh you know this working group had been allowed to continue and start on that path but Bill 30 that was introduced that requires counselors to be registered and uh, have an overseeing was the single strongest piece of legislation um, against conversion therapy in the country. Okay? If this, if Bill 30 stands, unfortunately, no matter what it is, it requires uh, victims to step up and speak up. Right. Mm-hmm. That is dangerous and that is scary and it is unfair that um, that the onus is put on the victims. Yeah, it really is. But they, the Alberta government, received over 280 complaints since 2015. Uh, wow. What 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 is the uh, what is the um, uh, penalty for uh, for that that law code? Is is it like? Yeah, a, I have sorry. not seen. Yeah, no, I don't know with Bill 30 what it's going mm-hmm. to be. I don't know, like, what are they're they going to sure do? Your right. license, right? Like, I don't know. Uh, you're going to do it anyway. And then with mm-hmm. the criminal code, I'm not sure what the penalties are going to be either. So it's going to be interesting should the criminal code go through and Bill 30 um, right. be completed, right? Like, it's, it was in the process of being set up when the election was called. Uh, hopefully, it's very, very strict. Hopefully, it's very severe. I know with the criminal code, it will allow... Um, access to you know resources for filing uh, legal complaints challenges lawsuits stuff like that right. so there will be greater abilities for victims to seek some kind of resolution to it um but yeah until it's all drafted and in we it's it's up in the air nobody knows yet what what can our listeners do you know if they're listening to this and like what the hell is going on out there like what 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 can we do yeah contact your elected officials yeah. Right. Whether you're in Canada or not, if you're in the U.S., wherever it is, right? You mm-hmm. you contact you contact your senators. You contact your everybody. You write letters. You send emails. You phone calls. I'm a big fan of sending balloons personally. Um, it's very catching. But that's it. Yeah. And so right now with Bill S two sixty in Canada, that's the Senate bill to add it to the criminal code. It's writing those letters to your Senate and to okay. the Prime Minister and to your MPs. And then provincially um, for provinces that don't have it yet, starting that campaign. There's a pack of kids up in the Northwest Territories, like grade schoolers, you know, they're trying to they're trying to get a band up there. And in Alberta, we need to continue putting that pressure on and in other provinces that don't have it. This is not a partisan thing. And it is it's just a human rights thing. And so that's a big part, you know, do do the thing. And then having these conversations in in the community with your friends doing you know talking to people because the biggest obstacle we ran across from the very beginning of the campaign was people not believing it happened because mm. nobody talks about it right it's it's right? A, or it's a very easy thing to not uh, yeah. not see if you mm. don't know you don't know 
right? Usually so if you're not involved in uh, those communities. Yep. Yep. People do not know. So that was where Lush actually um, jumped on board with the federal petition and launched right. it up through the email server and probably is responsible for 5,000 of those signatures. But the bigger piece of that was them having this really massive countrywide conversation on conversion therapy. And so getting that. And the more people who know, the more people who are horrified, the more action there is. And there's more right. people standing up. That's, that's what needs to be done. And then making sure that you're available if you are in queer spaces and queer communities, that you are a safe person, somebody that, you know, can be talked to or will provide support or a bed in emergency situations, stuff like that, being the, being the, the helper, right? Doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, it's, it doesn't cost anything to show a little kindness. Yeah, it's true. I, a random story, but I just, it reminded me of my brother uh, when he worked at a religious school, he was kind of. Uh, at the end of his like religious time and a kid came out to him and he was uh, just immediately helped him to get into the right places so that he wouldn't, you know, get into convergence therapy. And so I think there could be listeners here that, you know, you might be in a situation where, you know, you're the, the kid's only hope or you're that person's only hope. And the more you can do to just help that kid to, to make sure that they're not. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, that's, that's the best thing to do. It's the most direct mm-hmm. action we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, saving one life, helping one person, letting one person know that they're loved and not alone yeah. is more valuable than anything else we can do. And mm-hmm. it's uh, been the greatest privilege and honor of this campaign is getting to do that and be there for people like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it feels good. And it's nice. And you make really great friends that way, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, learn all kinds of Cool things going on across the the country in your province and build those connections that'll allow for greater activism in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, and, well, thank uh, you for covering it. All right. So that's just, uh, that's pretty much it from us today. Uh, don't forget to comment and subscribe. And uh, if you, liked today's episode let us know tell us what you think tell us what you want to hear mm-hmm. uh, if you like more interview segments we can do more interviews if you want to hear more other special segments let us know we'll mm-hmm. do the best we can to make something fun for you yeah and like like we're an uber uh rate us five stars yeah and don't forget to tip mm-hmm. yep and uh if you use the referral code uh belief it um your friends can get a free listen. That's right. One free listen. One free uh, listen. Or four dollars off. Well, until next time. Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. Leviticus my ass. Did you ever make that joke in <laughs> in uh, school? Or no. Uh oh I, I would have been kicked out. Okay. Well, I don't have to worry about getting kicked out of Bible school, so yeah. Leviticus my ass. Levit-